0: everyone. This show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Stop putting your online data at risk. Get protected at expressvpn.com slash RTTV. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Received Podcast. I'm Gus. I'm Gavin. How would you know they were going to you? I'm John.
1: I'm Barbara. It's,
0: it's
2: the or, and I'm Gus. The other, it's the order the the we would have said. 500 times, uh, probably. You've not done the, the podcast 500 times inside your house, so shut
3: up. <laughs> That's true. Thank you, John. Kevin always just come right after me. It's Gus, then Kevin.
1: It's true. It's the way of the order, the order of the Phoenix. Has <laughs>
2: anybody done anything this week? <laughs> mm.
1: uh, no. All right. See you guys next week. Uh, it's been <laughs> fun. Uh, fun chats.
2: I, I said this to Barb this weekend, but I kid you not, I had the recent thought that I looked at the date and I went, oh, it's June, it's almost Christmas. <laughs> That's yeah. where I am with time and
0: how things are progressing. <laughs> it's also halfway through June.
1: Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's we're, June 15th today.
0: Right, we're, we're halfway through. Um, we've been in lockup for, lockup, in quarantine for three months. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Lockdown? Wait, asterisk Lockdown. to this entire conversation. We are allowed to bitch and moan and complain about quarantine. That does not mean we do not think it's important and that is necessity oh. in order to combat this yeah. virus so that's that's it that's an asterisk oh, parentheses no
3: john you know. it's over we're opening up it's, shut up. it's yeah, done yeah the virus
1: if, is done it if, 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 if forgot about everybody it's just like oh you guys think it's over i guess i'll just peace out of here uh, if for some you know reason now
0: if for some reason you do have to go out wear a mask please for the love of god i read a story the other day here in austin about some guy at uh, Walgreens who was getting too close to another customer and so the customer asked him to maintain a, a social distance and so the person who was getting too close spit on him and then started chasing him around the store uh, and then started threatening to kill the manager of the Walgreens <laughs> uh, because he didn't want to um, yeah a lot of people s-
3: spitting using coughing as a weapon yeah, yeah Did you guys it's see a real Alana's pleasant suite? place you guys see glad you lived here.
2: what happened to Alana
1: Uh, So Alana just tweeted this uh, a few minutes ago, she wrote uh, a man just aggressively coughed at me because I, a person who is immunocompromised and has respiratory problems, moved several steps wide of him as he was walking towards me without a mask. So that's where we're at now, I guess. Cool, cool, cool.
3: It's like it's it's not enough that some people don't want to wear masks. They actively don't like other people doing it. That's what's surprising to me. That's what I didn't expect. Because I, I was thinking to myself, I'm going to keep wearing a mask, you know, because I might get it and I don't want to pass it to people. Other people are now seeing that as a challenge. What yeah. is the wrong thing, with people?
1: The thing I don't get is how people have made it a political thing, as if uh, the virus won't affect you one way or the other. But they say, like, I don't know, it just seems weird that wearing a mask is now somehow equated to being a Democrat <laughs> instead of just... <laughs> Like I am concerned about my health and the safety of other people.
0: Guys, we were supposed to be buddies. Oh, we were gonna wear masks. I forgot. I got. I see my mask right over there. It's It's such a left wing move to wear a mask. I'm gonna go get my mask.
1: I don't. I don't get how it's. Oh, they're all gone. Gavin, it's just you and me now. Finally. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't get. I just don't get it. Oh. Oh God. Okay. Well.
3: No, I'm only kidding. but yeah, i had I had to go out into the world for the first time in since March. I haven't actually really been anywhere, but I had to. Um, and I learned two things. I can't understand what anyone is saying because I guess I use lip reading for Americans a lot more than I thought. And b, this beard does not fit masks. like it just puts the beard.
1: I was going ask mask
3: here. And what it does then is it separates my chin beard from my neck beard and they become two separate entities. (laughs) When I take it off, it's like indented. It looks ridiculous. I need to shave this. You have to get a brush and
0: like rebrush your your beard out after you're done. You sound like that that mask is in your mouth.
1: (laughs)
2: You
0: do. (laughs) I also love
1: how it's almost the same tone as your skin tone. So that it almost looks like if you were from far away, it would just look like you didn't have a nose or mouth. Like if I blur my eyes,
0: (laughs) (laughs) John, I like yours. Uh, yeah, that's one of the washable ones that I have. Uh, yeah, I I don't go out very often. I try to just go out and like, we talked about this by groceries, like once a week. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Just to try to keep things at a minimum. And of course, always wearing a mask. Look at you. That's a, that's a cool one.
2: My mommy made me this one.
0: (laughs) Do you have bane? No. I okay. want to get uh, that would be cool. What, what I want to do is I want to get one that has my face printed on it. Maybe like one that's a little closer to my skin tone, and then get like my nose and my mouth painted onto it. That way, it still looks like you can still see my face.
3: But you're always smiling, <laughs> or would you be brown? Yeah. Okay.
0: Keep it keep, keep it uh, consistent. Keep it in character.
3: What's the name of the bad guy from
0: uh, Mad Max Fury Raid? Oh, uh, uh, Immort- Immortal Joe, Immortal Immort- Immort- Joe, Immortal Joe.
3: Yeah, that be. Uh, I think that's the best mask. Sort That's a good one too. Teethy look.
1: Yeah, I love how people are getting oh. creative with it.
2: In yeah. case anybody's wondering, Who Framed Roger Rabbit still holds up and is maybe a perfect film. Why just for anyone... everybody this weekend? Yeah, <laughs> I do a
3: I do like an annual check. It def, it's still good. Still holds up. It, you some remember, do you have a up? disc? Uh, Disney Plus. Uh, no, I was
2: listening to an episode of uh staying in with uh, Emily and Kamel, Kamel Nanjiani and Emily V. Gordon's podcast that ended. It was Ew. a quarantine podcast. Um, and a part of their show was they always talk about like what they watched during the week, and they had kind of a cool meta theme to their week. They started off watching uh, The Last Action Hero, which is amazing and a great meta commentary on the action franchise and Schwarzenegger's career as a whole. Um, it was a box office flop, of a lot of people have, have, will not have seen it. It it did not do well, but it was one of those ones that was a quiet critical hit. Um, was it? And now, I think now, oh, okay. I, was, I was saying like in hindsight, I don't think we were ready say for like it. Cult hit. I want to say cult. Right. Cult hit. There you go. That's that's yeah. the term I was looking for. Cult hit. Um, but then they watched uh, Scream, which is also a great commentary meta film about. How does that? Scary hold up? I haven't seen
0: that in forever.
2: It holds up as well. I had never seen it before until like maybe three years ago, a friend finally got me to watch it. And it's it's amazing that it, it manages to be a meta commentary on horror films and slasher films, you know, as a genre. But then also being... A
3: scary movie in itself while commentating on scary movies. I can it's- never remember what's in Scream and what's in Scary Movie because Scream is <laughs> yeah. also like, Scream also kind of parodies the genre and then Scary Movie is a parody of Scream. <laughs>
0: right. It was like, well, a and adorable- all the other splashes. It was a parody of a parody, which is so weird. Parody yeah. of a parody of a parody. A parody of a There was commentary.
3: also there was another shitty parody movie. I think it was called There's a lot of I, shitty parody I, movies. There was one called I Know What You Did Last Friday the 13th or something. And that Jesus. was like a lo- that Thank was like you. a lower tier scary movie. Um uh, but well, back speaking to- of Scream though, Scream 4, if you watch that now, uh, someone has smeared Vaseline all over that movie. Carry on.
1: Wait, just what? like
3: the lens. It's the entire thing is blurry, but like deliberately dreamy looking. And it looks like garbage.
1: (laughs) Gavin, for some reason, I was thinking for, I don't know why my brain just like stopped working. I thought you were referring to your own physical copy of Scream 4. Like you took it and had like (laughs) somehow put Vaseline on it. (laughs) Why are you telling this to us? This is really
3: lubes up any console you put it in.
1: I was, I,
2: I have to share. A couple things about who Frame roger rabbit though because then they moved on to who frame roger rabbit and i adore that movie it's amazing jessica Bob rabbit Haskin, sexual jessica rabbit.
1: awakening
2: <laughs> i mean uh the original hentai I, the movie was made for family and and kids of all ages like it was meant for that like it, it's clearly trying to get you know families come watch it but there are jokes in it and there is like humor and content that is so explicit adult i don't know how it slipped through some of the sensors what's like, an example um when uh when hoskins uh meets baby herman outside of his office baby herman's got that that very uh attractive uh friend that's helping him in his baby carriage um in that scene he's uh, ex- uh d- he sends the toots out to get cigarettes or something um no to get to get to get a, a paper for, for bets and uh and he he got uh, bob hoskins character comments on how attractive she is and he says i got a 50 year old lust and a three-year-old dinky <laughs> that's a line from baby herman
1: sounds about right yeah <laughs>
3: um i let like you keep calling him hoskins his name is eddie valiant John.
2: eddie valiant uh, hey. uh th- th- there, there's there's plenty of like jessica rabbit is a source of adult uh contents of the entire thing and i'd never caught this line before but when they all get caught near the end and then the weasels have them in the in the the acme uh, factory and they're frisking them down and they have to frisk down jessica Rabbit, and that one weasel's like i'll take care of this and he goes and he like reaches his hand way down her cleavage and he comes out with like a bear trap in his hand valiant turns to to jessica and goes nice booby trap I never realized that that worked on two levels. That was mm-hmm. perfect.
1: Genius. Something that that movie was they said like- They booby. That yeah, movie, I think, trap. provided my first ever nightmare, which is, um, I'm blanking on his name now, but the villain in Judge it-
2: Doom, Judge Doom is Judge so Doom. scary. Uh,
1: when he has that change in his eyes pop out, like after yeah. he gets steamrolled. we're not killed, your brother? I talked just, just, just like, like this. Uh, that gave me nightmares for no joke probably like a month or two. Well,
2: I, I, I watched the movie with my kids and when it gets to that point like it really gets scary because then it, it just escalates from there he starts pulling out weapons out of his hands. Mm-hmm. Oh no it like starts getting scary when they 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 steamroll him. Like they yeah. literally go home and they show him getting and he like it. It pops like, up and he does that weird. It's like... a half second later he does that. He he he.
3: he yeah, he's, it's a, he's like a thrashing around. I, I think I told this before on a, on a different podcast, but the, the version of the movie I had was recorded off the TV. It was like it was on ITV or something, so it, still had, it had all the full ads of and stuff. <laughs> nope, but it, it had all it had all the scary stuff cut out. And I watched that version, and I'd only seen that version. I must have watched it like fifty times. And then eventually when I like bought it on DVD I watched it again and all these like extra parts like they cut out all of him t- talking they cut out his eyes like coming out of the mask and like oh, doing wow. all this crazy shit they they showed like his arms and like whacking valiant with the anvil hand and stuff but a yeah. lot of like the close ups and all the scary like menacing like spinny eyes all of that was cut so I was watching it as probably a teenager, way older than I used to. And I was just what like, What It was, I was like, like a new movie. Extra, yeah, I was like, yeah. what's all this extra scary shit what, that I've never seen before?
0: What a great experience. It's like you're, you're getting, you, it's like a movie you loved and then there's like a whole bunch more to it that you had never seen before. It's like it, getting yeah. to watch it for the first time for a second time.
1: Yeah, yeah and, but that and, reminds and was, me of, uh, I was gonna say that reminds me of that episode of Friends where Phoebe talks about how like, her mom always used to stop the movies before they would (laughs) get sad or scary yeah there's a
2: there's a great term that comes out of uh who framed roger rabbit that's that was later used in the industry and it, it refers to the level of extra effort and detail they went into uh doing the animation in the film they like they had these like uh uh rules they wanted to break that you that you never break with uh, animated stuff with live action people like they wanted to move the camera around a lot they wanted to uh uh mess around with lighting a lot and they wanted to have the animated characters uh interact physically with the other people a lot which is something you don't do you yeah, think that's, back on
3: like uh yeah, mary it poppins seems, it seems like so a nightmare many, to you. there's so many like practical effects just to sweeten the reality a little bit like there's uh, a scene when judge doom has his saw blade going right by valiant it's like blowing his tie like there's a fan on him clearly but it's like that is such a lovely little attention to detail the
2: term they use comes from the scene while roger is handcuffed to valiant and they get to the uh the hidden room inside of the cafe and they're they're hiding out and trying to uh uh uh, razor saw the the handcuffs off because they're stuck they uh at one point, they they hit a lamp overhead, and the lamp is swinging, which is changing lighting back and forth rapidly. <laughs> it's crazy. If you if you watch Roger, they meticulously animate the shading and lighting on him so it matches the lamp as it goes around, and the camera is moving.
3: Wow! And that's and not so, There's no CG. They're just drawing over the top of the the frames or the film frames, and that like if there's like a robotic arm or something, they'll just cover it up with a drawing. Yeah. But there's like right. no calculation. It's all just done. It was a whole other
2: people. level of uh style animation that they would draw over the regular sound cell animation which was the lighting that they would add on to that would make them look like they lived inside the world and that's from they were, um,
1: 88 right 1988
2: uh, is that how old it is
1: I, yeah, i'm I pretty like, sure it was the late 80s '87
2: or 88. Uh, the term by the way is uh is is bumping the lamp it's a term that's <laughs> now used for like going that extra mile it's called bumping the lamp oh. um if you watch that sequence alone the entire. Handcuff sequence of even inside of Valiant's office and you watch all the interactivity that happens and watch even just the handcuff that's attached to Bob Hoskins along the way. It's really it's insane what I'm, they do through that hole.
3: I'm 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 gonna leave. I'm gonna go watch that movie now.
2: I know did you, um, <laughs> Part of Barbara, like, I wanna
1: watch this after the podcast. <laughs> yeah.
3: Barbara, did you uh, did you bump the lamp last night?
1: Oh, I was actually gonna make a joke about bump the lamp because uh it reminded me of a video that Trevor showed me yesterday and I'll I'll see if I can get it. But oh my god, it was a video from the perspective of the eye in Pixar when the lamp comes in. <laughs> and it's, it's like a horror film of just like, oh, it, sees it, it comes stomps it? Because you know how it like jumps in and yeah. stomps it down? And so it's like all bloody and shit. And it's just really <laughs> gruesome. But it remind, when you said bump the lamp, uh, it Not reminded possible. me of yeah. that. And masturbating, according to Gavin, apparently. It's a new term. Yeah,
3: there you go. I think there was also a bit where they got the eye line of Roger Rabbit wrong. Like Bob Hoskins is looking straight ahead yeah. when he should have been looking down. So in animation, they made Roger like press up against the wall on tiptoes, the to, like up match the eye line. It's like, oh, that's yeah, a fixed genius poked. way, yeah, to fix that. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, and they, but in the
2: podcast they were talking about like again on the horror of the film, like rewatching the first scene where Judge Doom introduces Dip, the 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 acid that can kill a cartoon. He straight up just murders a yeah, cartoon the to, yeah. the to exemplify what it can do.
3: It's like paint thinner and like acetone and stuff. It's like actually yeah. stuff that you'd, you know, clean off paint with.
2: But he like just dips it and then it comes out and it's like red paint, but it looks like blood all over his glove. It's yeah. grotesque. Kids were tougher back then. But, that's, <laughs> but there is, there is that, there is like a, a genre of, kids movies that where directors believe that you can still scare kids and they will enjoy it and i think that that still is true with certain films that you don't have to just like you don't have to do what itv did for gavin yeah
0: yeah
2: and just get rid of all the scary parts like kids where, like I, they, are, my kids are, watched and they were they were they were immersed and loved it you what do they think it? about the
0: exorcist <laughs> John, I know you watched Troll's World Tour. Were there any scary parts in that or was it just all
2: <laughs> No. That movie is cotton wrapped in like marshmallows and sunshine.
1: And Travis McElroy um, is in it. <laughs>
2: uh, it's it's a it's the Troll's movies. I can't get into the Troll movies right now. We can't do that. But they're they're actually not bad. They're not who framed Roger Rabbit? Of course not but they're not like they're they're not like emoji movie bad or anything oh like god. that uh I don't think or or is. what's the stupid sandler vampire ones sandler transylvania Vamp- Ho- hotel, like, hotel transylvania oh, oh my god
1: is are those good? bad i never saw those oh they're so bad they're so bad i guess you would have seen more of them having to uh, entertain kids and oh, stuff my like that kids,
2: my <laughs> kids have no discernible like uh taste they will just watch anything and love it. we they 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 are i mean which is what i think we probably all were at some point we're just like right. give me cartoons now
0: yeah except when i was a kid there were two <laughs> yeah this episode of the received podcast is brought to you by hymns i get a lot of compliments on how thick my hair is it's good to know there's something out there to help guys who are afraid of losing their hair did you know that 66% of men start losing their hair by the age of 35? That's two out of every three men on the planet. And the thing is, when you start to notice hair loss, it's too late. It's easier to keep the hair you have than to replace the hair that you've lost. Hims is helping guys out with licensed physicians and FDA approved products to help treat hair loss. HIMSS was created by someone who knows some men's health conversations are easier online than in person. No more awkward in-person doctor visits or long pharmacy lines. Hims is completely confidential and discreet. Answer a few quick questions, a doctor will review. And if they determine it's right for you, they can prescribe you medication to treat hair loss that is shipped directly to your door. Uh, get the hair loss treatment everyone is talking about. You can order now. You can get started with a free online visit today by going to 4 rooster5. You can see the website for full details and safety information. This could cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or pharmacy. Go to 4 rooster5. That's forhim dot rooster and then the number five. 4 slash rooster5. It's crazy now to think that, like, uh, this is the old man part of the podcast. Like, when I was a little kid, you know, pre-internet, it's like I was watching cartoons that were made, like, 30 years before I was born because there was nothing else. Like, you had no choice. There was nothing you could actually watch. It was either, like, watch Bugs Bunny cartoons from the 40s or watch Scooby-Doo and Phyllis Diller from the early 70s. <laughs> yeah. like what when- it just either that or the Munsters.
2: But I mean, even when I was a kid, it was so limited that you had cartoons on at a certain time of each day at most, which is why Saturday morning cartoons was a thing. Cause it was an extended block of time where they would have cartoons or you would have like VHS of stuff. And I went to the library just to rent out cartoons to watch, just mm. to like check them out just so I could have something to watch. I mean, it's, it's actually how I was able to get like a lot of, uh, like non-US content to be able to watch because they wouldn't play it on our TVs, but they might have the VHS at the library. Mm
1: -hmm. If there was a service that you could sign up for that allowed you to go back in time and spend like a weekend as like seven or eight-year-old you and no responsibilities, no fucking like school or like let's say summertime eight-year-old you, how much would you pay for that service?
3: Can Can I Are we changing time?
1: No, you just like- you just go back it's it's basically you're going back in time to we're going back in
2: time changing nothing
1: changing nothing it's just like you could pause time go back spend a weekend as eight-year-old you and eight. then come back
2: can i uh, can i instead go to like i don't know 18 year old me when world of warcraft came out <laughs> and i just played it nonstop? <laughs>
1: yeah i mean what, basically whatever time you felt uh most free and relaxed and uh happy <laughs>
2: I mean, huh. anytime but now, anytime but now. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, feels anything, like.
0: anything you get out
2: of But My thing is that if you asked my kids that when they're adults, they'd be like, no, I don't want to go back to when I was stuck in quarantine.
0: <laughs> I can't imagine how terrible it is for a kid to just be stuck inside all the time. Uh, some of my neighbors have kids, and I hear them like every now and then in their backyard. And it's like, you can't, poor kids, you can't go anywhere, you can't do anything. It's just like, you're just stuck at home. Can't even see your friends. Yeah uh my i have a pool
2: at my apartment complex but i have no desire to you know surround myself with people in a in an environment like that i I don't really care to traverse the crowds but i did find out that my pool opens early in the morning and i'm an early riser i get up at six most mornings um and my kids are pretty early too if, if they get to bed at the right time and so we went to the pool at like eight o'clock in the morning on Saturday and hung out there for like an hour. No one was there. The pool was heated, and we had a good time. And no one was there, and that was like the most we had done all summer. As the pool far was as like, heated, it was. I, it might not have been heated, but it was warm from probably the day prior. Still, cause yeah, it's still it's, like it's still hot. Forty degrees um, outside. That's. I guess that's what I was referring to. Is that the pool wasn't cold? It was warm. So like. Yeah. It was, uh, it was eight in the morning and not super it's, hot out yet, but it wasn't like the pool
0: was freezing. So they jumped in, they were fine. Does anybody yeah. else have this annoyance or is it just me? Uh, this t- Starting at this time of year and then for the rest of summer, cold water doesn't exist. Like when I go in to take a shower, it's like I barely put any hot. It's like you turn on all cold. It's like, well, I mean, I guess it's kind of cool. Like if you want a refreshing, cool <laughs> shower, that does not exist until November. Like yeah, it's just been baking in a pipe. <laughs> right. Like, like, I, I realized, because normally I've got like, it's like one knob, you go from like cold to hot. Like normally I had been putting it pretty far into the hot because it was winter and then now it's like, it's, it's like barely up at all. So it's almost entirely cold water, cold in air quote water. There are about
2: 500 people in chat who think they're so clever from calling out that I'm an early risinger.
1: <laughs> uh. That's don't even one. tag me so that I would say it. I am not <laughs> a deliverer of your puns. <laughs> Deliver. Um
0: so yeah, I've been I guess I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos. I get some strange I think I don't know how YouTube decides what it's gonna suggest to me, but I get some really strange suggestions. Uh but I saw one over the weekend, I think I actually saw this on Reddit, uh, where it was a guy makes a knife out of sand. Anybody else watch it? It's like a 20-minute-long video of Is this the guy. Is a Japanese
3: guy? Yeah.
0: <laughs> he just yeah. Has I've sand. watched a
3: bunch of his knives.
0: <laughs> yeah. And he just like separates all the component pieces and makes a knife out of it. It's like it—it it, it, yeah, like, it almost has a weird ASMR quality to it because there's no talking. It's just the sound effects and the occasional kind of, like yeah. text overlay with like that that just has the name of what you know he's working with. Did um, he pour something out of a cow? Yeah, he did. He, he poured stuff out. Yeah, of the we seen,
2: we've seen the same shit. My <laughs> ASMR consumption has gone from I'll watch some before bed to I have it on almost all the time now, just to help me calm down.
1: <laughs> oh, there's a girl I found. Uh, I will send. I, actually, there's two. I have two favorite ASMR artists that I'll send to you, John. Depending okay. on what you like, what's your style of ASMR that you like?
2: It uh, it varies. It it honestly is like it's a lot of different stuff. Gotcha. Um, I don't like crinkles. Crinkles are are too
3: harsh of a sound. Okay. What about soft um, crinkles, like tissue paper crinkles? <laughs> I
0: hear that. Very <laughs> I can I can handle that, I guess. I, I, I just want ASMR of Gavin asking me different ASMR sounds if I would like them or not.
3: <laughs> do you like <not> this
0: <laughs> tissue paper
3: soft How crinkle? How do you or feel f- about tapping? <laughs> oh,
1: tapping. <laughs> tapping on like wood stuff. I like the like the wooden sound. I feel like that. that gets me pretty There's
2: this short six minute video that is a, it's there, there's, it was an original uploaded on another channel. And then there's this other channel called unintentional ASMR that aggregates stuff like that. Um, it's just a six minute video of this Irish dude making a sandwich. It's so relaxing. I've watched it on repeat. It's, I wish it was longer. (laughs) I want him to just like make like 50 different sandwiches in a row.
1: Oh, I forgot (laughs) to say the channels too. It's a, uh, it's either latte ASMR or ASMR latte. Ooh. Um, it's, it's just beautiful, beautiful video. It's so intricate, and she like b- goes so into detail. Like it'll be like, uh, you're getting your like a facial or something, and she'll have literally all the tools and all the setup and stuff for it. It's she goes crazy for it. Uh, and there's yeah, an- i another <laughs> one called It's Bliss, and I think Bliss has like three S's.
0: It's Bliss.
2: It's oh, Bliss. It's- it's B-L-I-T-Z-Z-Z. I don't think there's a T. Blitz? Uh, nope, this ain't ASMR. It's loud and I hate it. <laughs> no. No, wait, Let it me... is ASMR.
1: It's just, I guess you got to find the right ones, but she gives, like, uh people, like, she does their hair or gives them massages or does, like, some type it's of... role-playing thing, but she's actually doing it Yeah, she's doing it on people. And every time... Her- I see them. I think, how the hell do I somehow become friends with someone who owns (laughs) an ASMR channel who will do that to me for two
2: hours? (laughs) (laughs) Her channel is weird. She has, like, I've never seen anybody who's an ASMR channel who doesn't just have ASMR. Like, she has other stuff that's just regular noise level crazy stuff. Oh, this one's got a kitty in it.
1: It's so good. It's if you guys want to relax. It's I know uh, ASMR is weird to some people, but those oh yeah. two creators. It's, it's, like, are really
3: it's weird for me now. Like it wore off for me. Like I can't get the tingles anymore. Uh, and I was like a, just a smack addict trying to chase the tingles. Just you, I, <laughs> I, I used them all up. That doesn't, doesn't work on me anymore.
1: You may like, just got to find best. something different.
3: I had the uh, the head massage, and that was just peak mm. ASMR. <laughs> Nothing could if,
1: get better than that.
0: Yeah, all right R.I.P. Baba well you can uh if you want to something relaxing to listen to you can listen to me talk about plane crashes on black box down
2: actually the opening sequence of black box down it's not ASMR but it is it is a i like the audio work of how black box down starts with the ding sound of the of the <laughs> the, the flight and then you have that background airplane and, and airport noise while you and like hushed dulcet tones uh introduce <laughs> us into what the That's you know stage. the mystery is it's it's a really great introduction to a show that gets you
0: into the show yeah it works i like it yeah we have <gasps> Someone... our 10th episode yeah our 10th episode is this week and then we're taking a a short break a couple of weeks off to catch up on research record some more and then we'll be back hey, a refuel to refuel <laughs> i i was texting you recently <laughs> gus I, I was asking if
3: I was asking you about the Concorde and, and why there aren't any like billionaires who privately fly their own Concords and stuff. That's oh like right, the thing. but then I then I went and watched the uh, well, I listened to the black box down about the Concorde. I think it's that the, thir-
0: the third one. That's uh, the
3: third, yeah. I think, the, yeah, the third or li- fourth. I liked it. It was interesting as shit. They
2: That's ride a, the Concorde in. This is such a stupid movie trivia, but in the Selena, uh, remake with. Uh, What's not his name? Not Harrison Ford. The other gray-haired dude looks like him. Uh, <laughs> uh, pretty Woman. What's his name? Richard oh. Gere. Richard, Richard Gere. Yeah. Did um, you say the
0: Selena remake? Isn't it Selena? You'd like the the Tex-Mex <laughs> singer? No, oh, the movie. Maybe Selena.
2: What's the is it movie? Selena. What is is it, is it is it maybe it's not Selena? What's the movie? Who framed uh, Roger Rabbit? Who Frame Roger Rabbit? So, in Who Frame Roger Rabbit, they fly a Concorde. Um, and it's pretty cool. I've got like. Sabrina.
1: Gotten, really I, 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 Sabrina. Sabrina there. I think it's a chick's name with that. He's screaming <laughs> Sabrina in our chat. Is he, <laughs>
0: who's screaming? Oh, there's Eric. a channel for that. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't oh, oh, I didn't I've got. Yeah, Sabrina, you said Selena, Sabrina. The singer from Corpus. I mean, it was like, i was like what are you talking about they remade that movie that doesn't make any sense sabrina. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: funny to have this picture of just eric and he started the discussion and it's just him screaming sabrina <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, does richard Gere work anymore
2: yeah i, like I think
3: it, it he that's... seems to have it so bad with the rumor i feel like that has never happened on that scale to any other actor his hamster one or his gerbil one yeah who started that it's like the, the most
0: globally global it has stayed with him
2: rumor. he made uh he hasn't made a film since 2017.
0: he was in a miniseries last year what was he
3: oh yeah mini-series. he was in a miniseries eight, eight the, episodes the, the, the gerbil has already come up in chat and i know we're like a minute ahead of the chat so that that even chat is thinking about the gerbil yeah it's pronounced gerbil that? in
0: the united states <laughs> i was uh we were, we were talking about uh planes i read a an article the other day i think i sent it to gavin uh, a couple of weeks ago how in april the airport passenger traffic in austin fell 96.6 percent
1: i mean so it's like only 3.4
0: percent of expected? the number of people it's just uh, crazy. compared to, compared to last year so like In April of 2019, there were 1.4 million passengers in the Austin airport. In April of 2020, there were 47,000.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, that's COVID for you.
0: Uh (laughs) I'm curious to see now with people. It's not even Richard
3: Gere, it's Harrison Ford. It was Harrison Ford and Sabrina. John, you had a podcast about movies. What is wrong with you? You're the movie guy. You're the movie
1: guy.
2: It was Harrison Ford. (laughs) Sorry, I just had a moment where I couldn't find (laughs) Sabrina on Richard Gere's filmography, so I had to look it up.
3: Oh, man. I just watched a Richard Gere movie. I watched uh, First Night. (laughs) That's a good one. I don't remember that one. What was was that one? It's got Sean Connery
0: and Richard Gere. Isn't Richard
1: Gere
3: and Richard
0: I. Okay, a K-N-I-G-H-T. Richard Gere Gere was in
1: that Pretty Woman movie. In another movie with Julia Roberts, or am I going crazy? Yeah, uh, uh,
2: my Brotovich? best friend, no, uh, Runaway Bride. Oh.
1: Right, 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 right. Okay. I was like, I know there's another movie that I'm a fan of that I've seen with both of them, but I couldn't remember what it was. My Best Friend's Wedding is another good one with Julia Roberts, but not Richard Gere.
0: Was it someone yeah. in chat? Yanni D1ST says, I just imagined Edward James almost shouting, Sabrina's. <laughs> 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 oh, man. This episode of the received podcast is brought to you by me undies remember this pride month it's critical we take a moment to recognize and remember the intersectionality between pride and the racial injustices that we continue to endure today and this month through their me gives initiative me continues to take action to achieve their mission of creating a more thoughtful and accepting world by making fifty thousand dollar donations to both it gets better project and black lives matter uh, they like me are committed to standing up against hate and intolerance by creating a world where hope outshines fear for all people With MeUndies Gives, simply by shopping at MeUndies, you can help them support this cause. MeUndies has been a super longtime sponsor here. Uh, They make quality, super soft, comfortable underwear. I always talk about it, it's the only underwear I ever wear. Uh, MeUndies has this brilliant thing called an undies membership where every month, the softest undies appear at your door. Uh, The convenience factor is clutch. You never have to leave the house. Uh, You get site-wide savings, early access, free shipping, pure joy. Uh, Meandies has a great offer for you guys. For any first time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. Got to give this super softness a try, especially because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. To get 15% off your first order, free shipping, a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to meandies.comslash roosterteeth. That's meandies.comslash roosterteeth. Thanks to Meandies for sponsoring this episode of the Rooster Teeth podcast.
2: I, yeah, I had a movie podcast, but I don't have like encyclopedic knowledge of all film history. I don't
0: know if you know this, there's a lot of movies. Well, there how many it is, did they make? I mean... like 10 a year? <laughs> <laughs> they pushed back uh, what they pushed back tenet, right? To yeah. the end of July. It was gonna be July 17th, and now it's like July 31st, I think. And they pushed Wonder Woman back to October? Or November? October, think, I think.
3: Do you think Nolan has once again gone ape shit with IMAX cameras? So, or to
0: Tenet? Yeah. Uh, I hope yeah, he I read- has. Was it, was it, uh, I, I want to say it was pretended. I'll have to look it up, but I read a story about how they had to have uh, a shot of a 747 crashing into an airport. So rather than try to do it with visual effects, they bought a 747 and crashed yeah. into a building.
3: What? what? How do you do
0: that? They said it was cheaper to buy the plane and to crash it into the building than it would be to try to do it with visual effects and make it look good. It <laughs> <obviously>, <laughs> it was, they
1: clean up and everything? Like, my God. I don't
0: think it was a plane that could fly. It was just like the shell of the plane, but still, you know, they, they bought What, do they like plane. tow it into
3: the building? How do they get right.
0: it to move? I think it's a plane. They, I can,
1: think what they did is they backwards. threw a building <laughs> into the plane.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the plane doesn't go backwards. There's that, that little tug pushes it, so it's already possible. And your plane is loaded with people and luggage at that point.
2: I love big builds done for movies that are insane like that. Like uh, the highway they built for Matrix Reloaded. Um, They built like a mile of highway. It might not have been a mile. I think it was a mile. They built like a mile of highway that they then would film, get to the end, reset, go back
3: and film again. It makes me wonder. I always think about how shit Scrubs would have been if they didn't have an entire abandoned hospital to film in like imagine if they had to build sets for all that stuff it would look what super low budget you
2: start like once you you understand a little bit of like the background of production and like the cost of locations and and how like moving around increases the you know the how how expensive your episode or or movie is and like you have to kind of work within a budget then you start noticing a lot of those things uh i've been trying to watch space force it's not good, um, but Whoa. there are. Mo-
0: oh.
2: Huh? It's uh, it what? wants to be good. It's so close to being good, but it's not.
1: good. I just I I, I can't do it. I uh, we're six episodes in, and I'm still just like. Eh.
2: That's me. I've I have I have watched six episodes now, and it's been. I, I'm tr- I'm trying to get to the end because I want to finish it because I think second season could be good. Uh. Because that's what he's known for. What's his name? Who who's makes the office stuff? Right, and that kind of he's he's
0: known for good second seasons. But <laughs> you could just wait I till know. the second season was out and then watch the first season then. That <laughs> could. Oh, better idea. You're probably going to rewatch the first season. you end up watching the first season twice because you'd but be like, "You know I what? Remember I remember it." You know
2: what? I have a lot of time right now. I, would, I was about to say what I have a lot right now is time. I ruined my own joke. Anyways, uh, space force. <laughs> there are there are episodes where you're like, they <laughs> ran yeah. out of budget to go like really use much anything else so they had just used the 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 one hanger that they had rented
3: out to shoot this entire episode did they get slammed by COVID, or were they done before COVID
0: happened it's a good question i I would assume they finished before if they're putting it out right like they would have been shut down
1: yeah i mean it, it would have had to be in post months ago for it to be hitting netflix now so I would think that they probably finished in 2019 and have been working post all of 2020. There's a chance. I had to guess, just based off knowing how much work that stuff takes.
2: Another, I, uh, I was just going to say, another impressive big build for a movie was the terminal that Spielberg built for the terminal. That was built? Yeah, the, they, they got a hangar and just built out that entire central shopping <laughs> area.
3: Um, wow. Yeah, there were some some super impressive builds on... Like, all the early Bond films had, you know, like, megalomaniac bad guys who always had, you know, like, a lair in a volcano and stuff. And there was a a guy called Ken Adam who used to build all those. They were absolutely ginormous. There was one that had, like, a rocket in it, and they had to build a building around the set just because no, no, no soundstage would fit it. They were absolutely massive. I think they had, at the time, they had, like four million dollar budgets for the film and they would just give him a million of it just to be like make a bad <laughs> guy base and it's, and it's just like the scale of it i think it's for uh you only live twice where there's like a hundred stuntmen repelling from the ceiling of the base in the volcano wow. it's like I- amazingly impressive to know that they did all that for real
1: Didn't, um wasn't there a movie filmed in austin or i forget where it was but i want to say it was for Battle Angel Elita?
2: Yeah, they, they built a set next to they, us.
1: Didn't they build, weren't they going to build like a whole city or something like that? Or am I thinking of something else completely? They,
0: I could they, have sworn there was
1: the movie being.
0: Yeah, I think that's 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 the one.
1: Okay.
2: They, they filmed uh, on our lot and then later had that experience that was a walkthrough experience that they used a bunch of sets from the movie to then kind of build. A walkthrough kind of thing with a with a futuristic bar and stuff like that. Yeah, that was there. Gotcha. I was guess like I... a
0: uh, South by thing as well. Yeah, but uh, you know, thinking about uh, like big, impressive stuff that like we talked about, Christopher Nolan buying the 747 to crash it into a building. You know, he <laughs> he also had that uh, opening sequence in The Dark Knight Rises where the one plane attaches to the other plane and like they <laughs> they rip the wings off and, yeah. and pull the people out of it. But uh, I always think like him, Christopher Nolan and James Cameron must just have like some kind of rivalry to see who can top each other in terms <laughs> of like over the top amazing things. Like you know, even over twenty years ago, James Cameron built pretty much a replica of the Titanic to film that movie. Yeah, it was only uh, like slightly smaller than ninety percent. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah, someone
1: talking about King's Landing from the last Game of Thrones season.
3: That's oh. yeah. a real place though wasn't How
1: it? The, yeah they actually like i but i think they built it out but there was some the, type of base i'm sure
0: uh. yeah i think where the like a lot of the battles took place when they broke into the the gates like a lot of that was set because i've seen some of the behind the the scenes on that uh, i kind of see yeah, yeah it
1: was, the, the documentary they did uh on game of thrones what was it called like after the last something it's on hulu there's some documentary like covering the production of game of thrones but they go over creating those areas and those locations and it's just mad how much work goes into it? It's insane. Okay. Uh,
2: but they, it's a... yeah, <sighs> the, the hook also was one that I think a lot of people don't think about being a huge set build, but like the pirate, um, city and ship was built in a, a hangar as well as lost boys village in an entire hangar. Um, Spielberg likes his big sets.
3: Yeah. I gotta watch that again. It's a good movie.
0: I've seen that in forever.
3: It's it's also like it's fun to get into the the sort of sci-fi element of like Robin Williams in that movie is like two hundred years old. Yeah, <laughs> to yeah. actually like think about how long these people have been around. But he's like got some young kids. But he's like over. Yeah, it's like a couple of centuries old. It's
2: mental. Yeah, well, I mean, that's like the age of some of those Lost Boys. I mean, and and Hook. But yeah, Robin Williams aging like that. It's crazy. The the Lost Men. No, they're still boys. They're still boys, itty bitty,
1: itty bitty um, boys.
2: Talk about unintentional ASMR. The scene where the boy goes up to Ron Williams and like messes around with his face—that was always ASMR for me. And he, I call oh, me there as a you kid. you are, Peter. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. A... It's it's light touching.
0: Yeah. My miss uh, Robin. You. Uh, I, I feel like I'm, I'm going to change the subject here because I... go for it. Do it. <laughs> Uh, we're, we're done talking about hook. Uh, I saw that. <laughs>
1: I've been talking about hook. Never.
0: Animal Crossing finally got uh, unseated as the number one uh, download on the Nintendo eShop. What did it? Uh, Minecraft Dungeons. Oh. Right. Uh, yeah, I think Animal Crossing had been number one for three months since its release, and finally Minecraft Dungeons came out and toppled it. That's a wow. three months is an impressive, uh, impressive yeah. amount of staying power. It's been great. I'm done with it now, but it I, it was there when I needed it the most. I, I, uh, it. I put it down because I started playing Factorio like two weeks ago.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait. I, I played Factorio before, but a couple of weeks ago, I read an announcement that uh, they were planning on finally getting out of early access. They've, they've been in early access for like four years at this point. So they're finally getting out of early access in August, I think. And I was like, oh, Factorio, I should reinstall that. And all my game time now is, is just purely factorial. You just said the name of it in the last podcast, and uh,
3: it just stuck with me, because I've been looking for a game. I need a new distraction, and I've played it for about 20 hours since Friday. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Barb wants to talk about why she's still playing Animal Crossing. How did you oh, know? Because I saw you trying to get your... your like, you're just trying to get in there like, but uh, Animal
1: but Animal Crossing. Crossing, I'm still playing it
2: barb Um, barb destroyed her island
1: i so uh i did my island i worked really hard on it you guys have all been there john and gus you guys came for a stream gavin you came because uh i invited you over to wish on some stars i was having a
2: true shooting stars one night i made my first one look at that thing
1: oh my god that is the cutest thing of all time don't
2: cut don't cut away just stay oh get him get the beard
1: for those listening on audio, uh, when this There's comes John. out, uh, Gavin is holding the smallest, cutest little he's kitty. He's
2: biting his nose. Oh,
1: it's small. So and lady. it's playing in his fingers.
2: What's his name, Q? Q. Oh, he's
0: so good. For cutie. Best. I can't wait for chat to catch They're going to love that.
1: I know. Uh, <laughs> but now I'll talk about this again. It <laughs> back.
0: Yeah, it continues.
1: <laughs> uh, Sorry. I, I, just, like, I got to a point where I was like, I feel like I'm bored of my island. I've watched so many videos of island tours and seeing what other people are doing that I wanted to try it. And so I made the, the decision to demolish everything that I built.
0: <sighs> like uh, all at once?
1: I mean, it definitely did not happen all at once. It's taken me like... Uh, I
0: mean, like you didn't start demolishing and rebuilding, you just like uh, all demolish?
1: I felt like it would be easiest for me to get rid of everything uh, and then kind of start from scratch. The most annoying friggin thing ever has been the trees and the flowers though, because those don't stack in your inventory uh so if you if you pick up something it takes a whole slot up especially if you have like a lot of flowers around you also can't
3: store flowers in your house like if you're in your house holding flowers it's like f you
1: yeah so it's Uh, been uh tedious but uh i love my island so much better now and i'm working on it and i want to invite you guys all back to check it out at some point because i'm very proud of it but that's like my favorite part of the game is designing island areas and playing with like the landscaping and decorations and stuff like that. So it's just been super fun to do again. So, I mean,
0: don't get me wrong. It's a great game. I put in tons of time uh, playing animal crossing. Uh, It's just, it's my
3: most played game on my switch. When I look at my, my hours, it's like several hundreds of hours. It's more than Mario Kart and breath of the wild combined, which I thought would, and stardew, which has never been, I never thought would
0: be dethroned. Yes. I'd have to look. I've played a lot of stardew. I don't know if, I, pro- I, I, I probably played more Animal Crossing than Stardew. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I jumped you play in. Play even more
1: when you come visit me.
0: <laughs> she wants to show up for Island again. Um, actually,
2: Gus and I are going to stream our Wake Up With Gus uh, show tomorrow, and we'll, we'll go around the islands. Gus will not be on the next episode because he's going to take a little bit of time off. No, the one after. The one after. Uh, so we're going to have to figure out who's
3: going to do it with me. Maybe I Barbara'll
2: can. Be done.
3: Gonna, you want to travel around? Replace it with a, a Factorio factory
0: tour. Yes, I sent Gavin a video of my factory. Uh, it was awesome. Earlier. Oh, wait, maybe you and I should do that video then. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> this episode of the Restief Podcast is brought to you by Mercari, the selling app. Do you have a bunch of stuff lying around the house that you just don't use? You know, the kind of thing a kid's baseball glove that no longer fits, a pair of jeans you might have only worn once. Who doesn't have an old phone hiding in a drawer somewhere? Uh, let me tell you about an app you can use to sell this stuff. It's called Mercari. Mercari is the selling app that makes it fast and easy to sell almost anything. Uh, You simply take a few pics, add a description, and boom, your item is listed. Mercari will even email you a shipping label uh, when it sells. Everything ships to you. There's no meetups with strangers. Uh, The app has over 600,000 reviews on the App Store with an average 4.8 star rating. So why not give it a try? With millions of people using the Mercari app in all 50 states, stuff really sells. With over 150,000 items listed every day, users are selling everything from fashion to electronics, toys to sporting goods. So don't let that stuff you don't use go to waste, sell or buy almost anything on Mercari. You can find Mercari on the app stores or at Mercari.com. That's M-E-R-C-A-R-I Mercari, the selling app. Man, now I wanna play Factorio. I've always struggled to explain, I've always struggled to do a good job of explaining what that game is to other people. I always say, you're, you're a person stranded on a planet and you try to research and build factories to eventually build a spaceship and leave the planet. But that really doesn't properly describe the game. It's just about, all about resource gathering and lining up factories to build things quickly.
3: It's, like, <laughs> it's all about efficiencies and mm-hmm. like improving and fixing bottlenecks. And it's very satisfying. But I yeah. feel like it's so exciting for me right now because I know I'm just like chipping away the top of this giant iceberg of a game and I'm just now... I'm so early on. I'm like learning all this stuff. People can make some insane automations in that game. Guys, well, don't I take this the
1: wrong way. I was gonna say when you brought up this game and talked about it, I don't know if I necessarily was like, "Oh, this is something I want to play." But now that it's been confirmed by someone else that it's actually fun, <laughs> because I, I feel like your type of fun is very different sometimes from my type of fun.
3: Sure.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's like definitely- you like you know processes and stuff like that
3: it's definitely an uglier game than animal crossing like it's oh, really? very like rts looking brown sort of <laughs> really like super aliasy graphics but man is it it's so and the, the worst part about it and i feel like it's even worse than animal crossing at this there's no stopping point like you're always like oh i just want to make this new kind of furnace and i'm gonna and i'll put the put the furnace in the in where my old one used to be but then you see that it's like it's making shit faster so you're like oh now i've got to upgrade the belt and now i've got to change everything further on in the shit and there's just you just keep wanting to do more and more and more until
0: it's like 4am yeah. or worst case even worse you're like i'm going to put the new furnace where the old one was oh the new furnace is 1 square bigger i need to make a little more space for it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> reroute the electric everything. furnace
1: <laughs> that that's uh, me basically in animal crossing is like Everything needs to be perfect, especially now that I'm redesigning stuff. Sorry, I'm reapplying my lip gloss, Um, (laughs) but it's um, so anal about it.
3: it, I I feel like I'm really bad at the game. Like I just make spaghetti, like all of my, instead of tearing down areas that are no longer efficient, I've got way better stuff. I just build around it and you can like tunnel under stuff and come back up again. And I've, I've just got stuff that's like going around other stuff. And then I'm like, oh, this one's making science packs. But if I drag all the stuff to another one of those, and then I end up like putting a second assembly robot thing next to it, and then I'm trying to like trail all my other stuff up and around all the first shit I
0: put, mm-hmm. it's a colossal mess. But then, I, I just need to get better at like fully redoing areas. The worst, and the thing that I'll, that I always, the mistake I always make, and the thing that always drives me crazy is when you try to run two pipelines next to each other, and then inevitably they want to connect to each other and like mix their fluid, and you're like, oh, yeah. I. I need to keep space between these, or one needs to go underground and the other one go <laughs> overground. Uh, I'm now, I'm now have to listen to you guys and
2: you, Barb, talk about how you 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 tackle these kinds of things. I'm very curious how our our gameplay we're going to record tomorrow is going to go. We're going, I'm I'm taking them and Blaine into uh raft, and we're gonna we're gonna play <laughs> raft. They've never played it before, um, and we're gonna see how that works out. It's going to be an interesting dynamic for the four of us to survive together on the raft.
1: I don't know a single thing about this game
2: it's a sandbox builder that you're all surviving on a raft in a world that's covered with water it's like very water world-esque okay Uh, so
0: you never you're always on the raft then
2: yes the raft is always moving you're always on the raft there's points where you you can get to little like
0: little islands and stuff but you live on the raft okay yeah i booted it up and i made sure that it ran and i played for like a minute or two and i was like is this the entire game? I'm throwing a hook <laughs> up trying to grab things? Yeah. Okay. Then the uh, shark came by.
2: Yeah, the shark is there as well. We're, we're, it's going to be fun.
1: I'm excited. I'm exc- I, I've been loving being able to do more gameplay stuff. Now that we're working from home, it's been something that we started picking up just because like, we were not able to do things in person, obviously. So. A lot of the things we would do together, like different games and whatnot, we've now adapted to either doing on like Tabletop Simulator or just playing a game in general. And man, it has like reawoken, reawoken,
3: reawakened. The Awakened.
1: It has awoken my uh, love for video games that I once had many, many years ago. Uh, Awoke. This was so much fun.
3: Yeah, Yeah, video Uh, games are great. (laughs) <laughs> Although it was like- slightly disappointing to learn that
0: Gus was cheating in Factoria, but yeah, I played enough of the game. I didn't. I, I, I disabled uh, uh, enemy spawns in my most recent factory because I just didn't want to deal with them. I play. I've played enough with them. I pain in the ass. I don't want to deal that. I just wanted, <laughs> They are wanted, a real pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to build something big and not worry about having to constantly fight off the stupid. You know, you know that bridge
3: I made across my giant lake to make mm-hmm. a pipeline to get oil? They just immediately ate that. <laughs> yeah.
0: I saw even, in, I think in that little video you sent me, there was a, an attack happening. So in Factorio, yeah. as you build stuff, you create pollution, which mutates and angers the local animals, which then begin attacking you. So you have to fight them. You can put down turrets and flamethrowers and shit. Yeah, it's a, it's a good game. It's I think it's the... Highest-rated game on Steam, Victoria?
1: Really, yeah. damn!
0: And uh, it's still it's, in early access. I, I think they said... go ahead with a lot of excitement that you are now like a fully nuclear run factory. I find yeah, because building the nuclear reactor is one thing, but when you farm uranium to fuel your nuclear reactor, there's only a 0.7 percent chance you get the correct uh, uranium isotope. So it's just like it's, it's just a nightmare to make sure you have enough centrifuges to uh, to process it. I have an alert set up to the circuit network where anytime uh, the correct isotope of uranium comes through, it plays a sound that I can hear and it flashes an alert on the screen. So I know that it's processing correctly. Barbara, it looks like you. doing that. I kept doing
1: that thinking, like, maybe they'll cut to me because I was just like <laughs> the whole time you were explaining that and they never cut to me. So I just kept going.
3: <laughs> I, I I built a car and I was driving around and I found my first, like, lump of uranium ore and I was like, I am not ready for that yet. And I just drove away from
0: it. <laughs> it's good to know where it is. It's the a last... fun game. It's a real fun game.
2: The last episode of RT Podcast had to have come out
0: before
2: the Bill and Ted trailer and poster, right? Uh... Um,
0: I don't remember. If it didn't, we didn't talk about it.
1: Yeah, we didn't talk about it. Okay. <laughs> I honestly
0: didn't well, I know. about
1: say that, that
2: until just
0: now. <laughs> I say that in case you wanted to talk about
2: it. Oh yeah, I just I was I was just reminded by it coming out, and I'm a huge Keanu fan, and the trailer looks dumb as hell, and, and I love it. It looks like it's gonna, but that, but the those movies are supposed to be dumb, so I'm glad that they're sticking to it and then being dumb. Um, and Keanu is a treasure to be protected for forever.
0: Yeah, End of okay. my rant when does that come out does that come out i mean i ask no i don't think it actually says summer this year do you think no that's actually date. gonna happen I don't, I don't even know that tenet's gonna come out at the end of next month i, I really hope it
2: doesn't because i'm not going to the movie theaters
0: yeah it's um i i i feel like and they spent a lot of money on it right that, that movie had a huge budget you know what do you do do you keep pushing it i don't think christopher nolan would want to do a direct release to home. You know, he. I think he really likes the theatrical experience and the IMAX presentation. Well, especially with how much he shoots seventy millimeter, like you're right. not going to benefit from that.
3: Uh, you know, on a TV. Well, not as how, much. How? How could you?
2: Is there a way to to benefit from seventy millimeter at home, and have the mm-hmm. right experience? Get Like a two hundred inch TV. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I. I don't. I don't know. On it. The, like the the data on what that could you require i think it's the equivalent home?
3: of like
0: a in terms of resolution rex it builds the frame up right so it's is I can it 12 or is I, it can, I
3: can see numbers over your head guys right now i literally <laughs> can see numbers this is weird i, I just know lot. it's like it's more it's more detail than any of our tvs can properly show massive
0: yeah and and then at at worst like you would have like worst case scenario you would get like a shitty pillar box version on your home tv which you like you wouldn't end up gaining from that you'd end up losing it wouldn't look right what like
2: what when when are when are we gonna go back to movie theaters and feel safe
0: next year
1: i honestly i'm i'm sure that places like the Alamo Draft Test are going to open up before that and just do what they were doing at the start of all this, which was just um, only selling seats a certain amount of distance away from each other.
3: I so, mean, maybe post-vaccination, they'll put out all these movies again in theaters if they've come come out already. Just, I feel like people would go and support Tenet if they'd seen it already. They would go and watch it all big.
2: Well, I mean, I've, I'm watching how people are are respecting any sort of like social distancing and mask right now. So I think if theaters were to open right now, people would go.
1: Oh yeah, I'm surprised they aren't. I mean, I've heard that some gyms are starting to open, which to me is wild because that's just, people are touching everything. People are sweating, breathing heavily. Like, I don't know, man. That seems like one of the most potentially dangerous areas to be in while this is still happening.
2: Yeah, Gavin, don't go to the gym. You know what? I was going to, but now I won't.
0: Yeah, so okay. Uh You're good. I'm glad we talked you out of it. There was a... I, <laughs> I, sent, I sent John a list... Was it yesterday? It was like a, a team of doctors had ranked potential activities you could do from least dangerous to most dangerous in, uh, yeah. in the world that we live in right now as far as uh, possibility for spread of a, a, a COVID infection. And uh, what was... It? I think the most dangerous was like going to a bar. That was like a nine, if I remember right. Uh, there was there was there was some on there that didn't make sense to me. Like, for example, they said going to buy groceries was like three, which is pretty low risk. But then, like right next to that was staying at a hotel was also a three. It's like how a yeah, hotel that? was low
2: risk. I think it, I think a lot of it just comes down to this point is that it it comes down to proximity to other people's respiratory expulsion. Is yeah, that yeah? Haven't
1: they? Recently, done some studies showing that it's not necessarily as much contact, uh, like on services and stuff like that. It's more about breathing and And,
2: and doing it way. indoors in confined spaces where the, yeah. the air can't circulate. So, like, think I can understand
1: it. a hotel because you're, you know, you interact with the person at the front desk. Maybe some places don't even need that anymore. You could self check in, but then you go to your room, and as long as it's clean in there, like, but, you're not but, interacting but, with anyone else. Yeah, but this, my brain does
2: this. go like to get to the room there is
0: confined spaces the entire way they have some still, type of
1: like on elevators and stuff like
0: that hopefully like we still don't fully understand this we still don't know and everything's reopening
2: oh yeah see the how cdc is, is this the, the cdc put out two statements a day apart one saying uh what was it they they, they pulled it back they oh, they, they put said, out a statement
0: yeah, that uh what was that um, that uh, that quarantining wasn't really necessary, or, or it was like really masks effective? masks weren't right. really
2: necessary, and then they were like, no, 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 wait, wait, no, this is based off of information we have not figured out yet. We shouldn't have said that. It's like, yo, you're the CDC. Yeah. I Don't, think
1: that they wasn't. There's something released today. I think Dr. Fauci said something about how they didn't want to promote the use of needing masks until they knew more about it because fucking medical people needed the masks and they were right. already on short supply. So I think they wanted to discourage people from going out and buying up every single mask yeah. in existence. Yeah. They said that they're not needed. Look
0: at, but- look at what happened to toilet paper. Right. <laughs> I feel like um, uh, I feel like the world is almost returning to a bit of normalcy because I regularly see toilet paper in the store now. <laughs> well,
1: I think it's, it's the initial panic that, you know, Everything people freak out. They need to buy everything, and then. But the only slowly... difference
3: in the situation of the world from when there was no toilet paper to now is just that way more people are dead now. Since then, like that's <laughs> the only thing that's changed. We still are in the exact same yes goddamn predicament. <laughs> Nothing's changed. I like well, uh,
1: people have realized that things aren't like. People don't need to panic it. People don't need to like yeah. supply their households. Like things are still open and functional, and, and supply chains are still.
0: You know what I'm having trouble finding? You're talking about supply chains, Barbara. What are you trouble <laughs> uh, canned refried beans. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, it's very specific. I
0: can't, I can't find them. They're sold out everywhere. Like I went to, I, I did my grocery shopping today. I went to two different stores. No canned refried beans. Did you really need them that bad that you went to two stores? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I like refried beans. <laughs> have you thought about frying them twice yourself? Well, the, the <laughs> thing is you have to make the beans first and that takes a long time and I don't have a crock pot. I mean, I guess I I could do it, but it's just easier to buy a can of refried beans.
1: All right, I'm surprised you're not doing um, some type of like delivery service for your groceries, Gus. Uh,
0: uh, you. we, we had mentioned it once a few weeks ago, but I felt like... I could, take, I could take better caution myself and take better control into my own hands versus someone who I didn't know. Um, that, That's I mean, true. It's just, it's just, it's a calculated risk. Uh, I know I, uh... some people go the other way. This just, my thought process is how I ended up.
1: Yeah, Trevor and I have been, I mean, we used to do Instacart even before this was all happening, but we've been using it now to get groceries every time. And something that makes me so, annoyed with on the Instacart app, is um, the place you order food from, when you go, when you search bananas, it comes up with bunch, like banana bunch. And so the first time I saw this, I was like, okay, I just want one bunch. So I just put one. And then when I got my order, I got one (laughs) banana and I was like, well, this is not right. So then every other time I did it, I said like, okay, like four or five, I put four or five and I would always get four or five bananas. And I was like, I don't know why they have bunch here. This is stupid. We get our groceries this week. I ordered five bananas. We get five bunches of bananas, 13 pounds of bananas. Oh my god. <laughs> and so Barbara. I quickly I texted a bunch of my friends who I knew lived <laughs> like near me or like able to get to me. And I was like, does anybody need bananas? <laughs> so we this have is a the most,
3: This is the most first world problem of all time. I Your know. magic button made too many bananas appear. <laughs> yeah. Explain that to a caveman.
1: It's so silly. Uh, Just pick a bunch of banana up- bread. I ended up being able to to give uh, some bananas to my friends, but uh, it was just an embarrassing situation.
3: I thought you can switch between pounds and each on the app.
1: You probably could. I just like every time I've done it that way, it's worked out fine. So I just didn't change my ordering. And Mm -hmm. I guess the person who was doing my groceries, (laughs) <laughs> somehow thought i wanted five bunches of bananas it's
0: probably the one person who actually read it instead of say, thinking it was five bananas actually read five bunches right you probably
3: you think- got reported to some like exotic animal helpline they think you've got a bunch of chimps
1: i like how everyone like i knew this would happen in chat because when i t- texted my friends about this they're like oh you can make banana bread
2: everyone says that
1: but i don't I've never made banana bread before. Are there other ingredients you would need to make banana bread? Like, no, is it it's something smashed
2: I- up bananas thrown in the oven? <laughs> you just carve it into a loaf and put it in the oven.
1: Like, it's like I don't have other ingredients to make this. I can't just oh, I have bananas. Let me just make this. We'll just bread order do-
3: nine pallets of flour. <laughs> uh,
2: there. Speaking of first world problems, since we're in that silly point of the conversation. Um, I've I've noticed that I've become a little bit upset that one of my favorite pastimes in the past was getting the weird, crazy promotional cereals that companies put out that are like obscure. I like it's kind of like like Face Jam stuff for cereal. That's what one of my favorite things because of the quarantine, because of like everyone going in and everything like that. No one's putting out weird cereals. It's all the normal cereals, and 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 I,
0: I miss them. That's it. Uh, do you? Oh, I, I I wonder if anybody reported barbara for hoarding bananas like or if anybody started wondering like does she know something we don't she's making her own, own bananas like we need to buy bananas now too
1: it was embarrassing i literally opened the bag and went oh sorry i opened the two bags i <laughs> got
2: that person probably banana. thought you were crazy they were like this woman
0: wants how many bananas <laughs> she's gonna get stopped up <laughs> she must be making a lot of banana bread
1: <laughs> right and that's like people are just like oh just freeze them and stuff but
0: like, just a freezer. Yeah, yeah, you could make smoothies. you could make. Yeah, uh... it's
1: like an expensive stuff like that, but. It's a great I idea. never.
3: Chop them up, freeze
1: them. I managed to uh, offload two of my bushes. <laughs>
3: bushes. <laughs> bush <a> whole... <laughs> <laughs> it came with the whole tree. It's No, nope, it's a bush of bananas. <laughs>
1: not a tree, Gavin. There's
2: a All bush.
3: Right. There's a uh, bush of bananas.
1: I unloaded two of my bushes. Oh, man. <laughs> Terrible.
2: Uh, uh, I, need like to grow, I need to go tend to my banana bushes right
1: now. Tarrare can confirm this. Literally, anytime we're about to eat, or that like someone mentions that they're hungry, I'm like, "You want a banana? You want? Do you want a banana? Do you want two bananas?" <laughs> <laughs> We've gotten through a good amount of them, but
3: woof, that's so good. So they're not delicious. worth it. Too. You can't you can't have too many because I mean they're green for most of it, and then what you get a couple of days of yellow, and then the brown. Right. Yeah, it's, it's
1: unfortunately or fortunately rather uh, not as bad as having an avocado, which is like not ready not ready not ready ready dead
3: yeah you just look at it and
0: it's done
1: yep you breathe on it too much and it's like
0: i got got irrationally excited when i went to the store earlier today um because i saw for the first time this year they had vidalia onions i don't know if anybody else ever eats vidalia onions or cares uh it's a it's a very small window of time where you can buy a vidalia onion and they're so fucking good I i I went display to find the most perfect one and i was like i'm gonna eat this onion i'm so excited to eat it i have to i have to google it and it's a a yellow onion it's grown in a very specific uh part of the united states and it's super sweet and delicious it's just the most perfect tasting onion it's amazing uh i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna cut it up into rings and i'm gonna put it on the grill Oh, it's gonna be so good. Oh, I'll be honest. Is. It just looks like an onion. No, 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 no. It's, it's like, like a flatter.
1: <laughs> it's a flatter? Where did you put this?
3: See, now uh, there'll be a shortage, because I've I mean, I bet a bunch of people have never heard of them, and now they're gonna be
0: clamoring. And and they're only available for like six weeks, maybe? I don't I don't even know how long. They're only available for a couple months uh in the around this time. Doesn't um doesn't Becker's family have a, like an onion empire? Do they deal in Vidalia's? Vidalia's are so from a very specific area, and I believe from I believe Georgia. They can only grow ah in one like piece of land. That's why they're only available for a certain period of time.
3: You should grow your own somehow. You should import some Georgia and plant your onions in it. Something about the soil. Oh yeah. Uh, Let's see. It's uh, <laughs> 1986. That's a new onion. Mm. That's a new onion. <laughs> Oh no! And the the cultivation started in the 1930s. <laughs> Why isn't there new shit now? Like we don't have any, we don't have any fruit that was invented in like 2012.
0: You have like uh, those cotton candy grapes. You what?
1: Oh yeah, the cotton candy grapes. It's they they basically taste like cotton candy. They're just I'd say sweeter grapes. Because that's um, what we I needed from grapes,
0: <laughs> and, and apparently, and people like. Cotton candy grapes? I don't like cotton candy grapes, but some do people better, do. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, people
1: like cotton candy oh, grapes. I was just trying to make
0: here. a new shirt. <laughs> you know,
2: people don't like. What is the newest fruit? <laughs> um, <laughs> you gotta be Like that's uh, a
3: great uh, Google search. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Introducing <laughs> the Pitaya, 2018's hot new superfruit. I don't know what it is. Oh, That's it's just a dragon fruit. That's just a stupid blog talking about what
0: the hot new fruit is. There's, oh, they're ancient the, sumo oranges. That's new. That's like a relatively new thing. What's you your favorite fruit? You orange. A sumo orange is the greatest orange ever. Is it like a satsuma and an orange? I believe so. Or it's okay. or it's like a. Um, I want to say yes. I can't remember off the top of my head. What, what are
2: your you most favorite? fruits? You to play a game called "How old is this fruit?" I like pineapple.
0: <laughs> pineapple is your favorite.
2: Y'all, yeah, y'all well, want to play my new game called How Old Is This Fruit? Hey,
1: can
3: we get the graphic? Yeah, I right, think we got a really graphic. good idea. I don't have a graphic ready for it, but maybe if we could re-roll an older graphic. Shane, do right. we have a yeah, graphic that we can like play a, for us? Uh,
1: like a plate holder? Yeah. Oh, there we oh! go. Yeah. go? <laughs> 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 How amazing. Okay.
3: OK,
2: welcome, to my, I'm welcome no. to my new show. Shut uh, up. Welcome to my new show called-
1: no, I'm not uh not to shut up, you shut up. <laughs> the fucking podcast we make host jokes the show on top
3: john of each other. host the show get on with it we already saw the graphic host the show. show
1: called
2: how old is this fruit welcome to my show i'm going to read off a name of a fruit and i need you guys to guess what year this fruit was released to the public all right okay um if you need i can give you a short description on what the fruit is i would um, like the description this is For the sure. our first fruit is called the orangetti spaghetti squash
0: the orange spaghetti squash.
2: Oh the only spaghetti squash sold in Israel. It was the first hybrid Israel Israeli vegetable grown in the United States under its own name. Started off with a, a hard one, huh? It has an intense orange color. I also have the year it was started developed.
0: It was released to the public in twenty
2: twelve.
0: Twenty twelve? what year was the birth of Judaism?
2: <laughs> I don't know.
3: All I know <laughs> is fruit is here,
1: dude.
2: I, I will know. vote
3: um beginning of time, John. Okay, going pretty far back. It's
1: pretty early on. Um they do they did, you know, record the history of fruit and vegetables uh way <laughs> in the early. They carved it into the, you know. Here,
2: I'll t- I'll tell you what. Well, it was it was it was sooner. It was it was after 1950. How about I say that? It was after 1950.
1: I'm going to say 1989.
2: 65 uh barb is 1986. oh wow that's the same, years of
3: the same year <gasps> as your friend roger rabbit
2: Paris began developing it in 1979 you spent like seven years working on our fruit like that mm-hmm. was someone's like yeah but if, if, if
3: you're gonna get a hit like if you're gonna have the next <laughs> banana <laughs> seven years is nothing
0: i just read something if, we're working on I'm, a hit here people maybe this maybe I'm squash going. is a hit the Vidalia Onion was named Georgia's official state. I'm, I read that wrong. I am dumb. Never mind. <laughs> Did you think it was a fruit? Yeah, it said fruit. It says vegetable. I must have had a stroke there for a second.
3: Um okay. Do you have one. another fruit? Wait, let's what? get the graphic again, because it's a new round. <laughs> there, there, there we go. There we go.
2: <laughs> Damn, a cool graphic. Um all right. This one's called the Black Galaxy Tomato. Ooh. Here, what, uh, um, and it, it was a it's it another Israel fruit. There's a lot of good fruit coming to Israel, but we don't know if what? it's good. It's um, a lot of fruit. The dark salad staple was developed by some people using a pigment derived from blueberries.
3: This hmm. could be probably the best Israeli-based quiz show <laughs> that Teeth has ever made.
2: This stuff looks wild. <laughs> these these like black tomatoes. Uh, I would guess
0: ninety two. 1992, 2018, because I feel like I haven't even heard of that.
2: 2018, Bimmy. Mm, 2001. I think Gus is the closest. It was developed. It was uh, released to international markets in early 2012. That's a pretty wow. new fruit.
1: Very new, so I'm young and so fresh.
3: All right, final round. You got final another one?
2: Round. Final
0: round. Roll, roll the graphic. Roll the Can we graphic. We maybe get
3: f- a more a more classic sort of a fruit that we may recognize. Cool.
2: <laughs> cool graphic, dude. Uh what is this thing? It's just, just a stupid hybrid. Um I'm trying it's to find ones with night. with uh with a date.
1: Like,
2: <laughs> what hybrid?
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh how about doesn't have a date. Tell me a date on this one. Stupid. Fine. Uh the Gallia Melon. Just oh, just that's a classic. A classic. Yeah. A, the Gallia Melon.
3: Oh, I would put that in maybe like 1890 or something.
2: 1890?
3: Yeah. I'm going to say 1960. 1960? Mmm. We did 1980,
1: 1960. 1890
2: and 1960. So quite a range here. Uh,
1: 1942. Uh,
2: what did you say Gus? 1960? You were closest. It became a multi million dollar hit internationally in
3: 1974. Wow, that's <laughs> a new melon. <laughs> that's a new melon.
2: Thank you for joining me for the first episode of uh, oh, How Old Is That Fruit? What was the name of the show?
3: How old is does that? Doesn't fruit. matter.
2: It was called Yelp <laughs> Review
1: or Boogie <laughs> Review.
0: You missed the most important fact. It was. Developed in Israel. It was <laughs> Israel, thank you so much for all the fruit people are you know, sleeping on think? Israel and their impact
3: on the fruit world Oh, I just I just closed the tab that I had all of the fruit on and chat is just dates <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Guessing along with us. I love it.
3: There's a lot of people guessing like seven <laughs> 700 <laughs> 236.
2: Oh, 32. <laughs> oh, somebody went like March twelfth, nineteen fifty three. They went they went for a dead oh, they, shot. Dead,
3: I dead. guess fruit is fruit is new. Like some of these fruits <laughs> I feel like <laughs> i feel like uh, if i was if i was alive 100 years ago i would i would mainly be thinking like man there's no computers you know we can't contact each other easily i'd also apparently be walking into a supermarket and seeing way less fruit choice
1: (laughs) or like you'd be like what's new this
0: week you talk about new fruit do you consider the bananas that we have now to be new fruit well because the original bananas went extinct Right, because like old bananas are gone, so all we have are these shitty bananas now. What year was that? In the 50s, right? Like 52 or something?
2: When did the new bananas come? (laughs) Uh, And how do I
1: order five bushels of them?
2: I don't know. A brief history of bananas. I don't want to read a brief history of bananas. You
0: want to probably look up um, uh, Tropical Race 3. That was the disease that... uh, exterminated the the previous ones
3: and i I, I bet it's because the bananas didn't practice social distancing
2: yeah they didn't they need to wear masks dude i just got an email from the uh austin isd school district here and they're laying out what they're going to do for school next year they're planning on opening up the public schools again in august And I'm laughing at one of the requirements they're going to put on there, which is the kids are going to have to wear masks. Like, if people right now are yelling about them having to wear masks, they are not going to go quietly into letting their kids have to wear masks at school. It is not going to work. I think that's
0: their plan now to reopen, but I bet. No, it is.
2: It is right now. Uh, It's going to change four times.
0: It's not going to happen. I think, you know, we're on... I, I, I sent John a lot of uh, articles about COVID and coronavirus. There was a uh, an article that I read on NPR, I think it was on Friday or Saturday, that was like, uh, what did it say? What, what was it, John? It was like, second wave of COVID in the United States? Yeah. Question mark? Uh, no, we're not even done with the first wave yet.
2: It was, just, it was just a picture of the graph having never gone down enough to show where another wave could start.
1: Yeah. Yep. Sounds about right.
0: Uh, Oh, people but how in dare are saying, you make
1: me wear a mask for five minutes.
0: Brock in chat is saying there are still the old bananas. The supply is just incredibly limited. Guys, we need to buy the old bananas. Limited where, where edition are they? Bananas. Where is this like last breeding pair of bananas that's You're living somewhere? Sure?
2: <laughs> I want a limited edition banana. How much is it going to cost me? Banana. Probably not on Instacart it was uh the, it was the 1950s gavin that's crazy it so, wasn't now now, now i want to know what the with the original bananas
3: what can i search for to find the old bananas because i keep typing
2: for, uh, old bananas old style bananas cl- first bananas first classic and i'm not what finding it for eric
0: mayan for bananas there i put it in discord eric
1: one
3: thing um, we need
0: to
1: do for eric this week on the week eric week 2020 is find him the old banana. You got to get
2: the old banana, but then I want to get the old banana and I want to make you guys eat it on the podcast. Yeah, that's what I want. That's what I'm looking for.
1: Well, it's going to be over by next podcast, so Mm, you're- That's okay, uh, then it can be banana
0: week. um, I should have
1: got my five bushels at that point in time, not the week before. I'm going to be banana out.
0: John, you were asking what the old banana tastes like. Do you ever wonder why like banana flavored candy or artificial banana flavoring doesn't taste like banana? Oh. It like the old banana. That's wild. So Did like, what's the didn't...
2: runts? Runts are like those fruity... Right. Am I dating myself by referencing runts? Are those still sort a of thing?
0: Don't right, worry, um, right.
2: I got, it. I got it. Yeah, the banana on those always tasted worlds different from a real banana.
3: But good Hi. though, right? It would be weird to have a like, banana. Yeah. It was a much more like vanilla-esque flavor. Why didn't they just change the name of the type of banana? But they just kind of replaced banana, but there should have been a new type. Bananu. Like Like a different word? But there's still a banana. Yeah, but there's a bunch of apples. I don't like go say, get me an apple. You'd probably be like, oh, I want a a cheeky Brayburn or a Granny Smith. Or a Fuji. Or a Fuji.
0: (laughs) the, The only good apple is a Honeycrisp.
2: I'm reading up Ooh. on Israel's agriculture and they're like a leading developer in like produce technology. It's pretty crazy to read Israel up about is Israel.
1: Quite quite an, quite quite an impressive country in a lot of ways.
3: If um, if I asked you Gus, do you want a bowl of melon? What would you say? No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: wait, wait, I want to know why you asked the question. I don't know why <laughs> Gus just flat for out some had reason, answer.
0: wasn't expecting that. Answer. No. <laughs> I don't like melons.
1: That's such don't a weird
0: like it, I, but I I do. d do. I, I don't know if there's a single melon that I like. <laughs> watermelon. Hate it.
1: What? You're Trevor. broken. Trevor just, also doesn't like any type of melon. He
3: doesn't He's like watermelon. Oh, does,
0: does he like cucumber?
1: Uh I don't know. I know he doesn't like pickles, obviously. Melon is,
3: is inoffensive. It's just fodder for your fruit salad. It's to like break up the different bites of pineapple. It's just melon. There's nothing offensive
0: about melon. Except their existence.
1: So according to my dad, they were called Gross Mich- Michelle or Michelle. <clears throat> and now they're called Cavendish. Mm-hmm. Um, he might have sent that after you guys figured that out. Gavin, I'll <laughs> take some melon. Right.
3: You want a bowl of melon, John?
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. I got melon in my fridge right now. I served it to my kids for lunch. What kind? Watermelon.
3: Yeah. I'm what kind? Because some melon is good and some is gross. I but I name a gross melon.
1: Cantaloupe, yuck!
3: No, cantaloupe is yeah. so good.
1: Is probably my least favorite. So refreshing. Watermelon, top. Honeydew, second. Cantaloupe,
3: third. Cantaloupe absolutely. Cantaloupe is so good for you too.
1: It's it's fine. Like I don't dislike any fruit. I don't think, but
3: I don't like it if it's been in the fridge. It's, it's just sometimes cold. it's
0: too, too cold. Too cold. <laughs> Uh, it, it sucks when you buy something that you have to refrigerate after opening, but it's like it tastes so much better before you refrigerate it. I mean, there's, like, there's like a bunch of things like that where it's like, I don't want to put this in the fridge. I wish I didn't have to. It would be so much better if I could just leave it out all the time. Do you want to know? That should be crazy? an
3: area of the fridge that is warm. <laughs> Your <know>, pantry.
2: <laughs> What's that drawer? That's the hot drawer in the fridge. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: What's the one without
2: the next, cold? To the cold next to the cold mailbox. Next <clears throat> to uh, the cold mailbox. I'm going to blow your mind about something that no one ever puts in their fridge, or a few people do, but apparently most brands you're supposed to, you're supposed to put almond butter in a fridge. It's not supposed to be left in the pantry.
1: Hmm.
2: Huh. I always leave my
3: peanut butter in a pantry. I never i never fr- refrigerate peanut butter. You just describe. I mean, you just listed something that I've never even heard of. I thought it was gonna it was gonna be like some revolutionary thing. You never everyone heard had. of
2: almond butter.
3: I've never had it in my. I've never owned any. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: guys uh, refrigerate ketchup?
3: Yes, yes, I do.
2: Yeah, Amazing. I do. It's you're but supposed already, to not have to because it's vinegar based, I believe, right?
1: It's it basically. I think it. Ex, I think it takes like a year or potentially just under a year to expire, um, and you don't have to refrigerate it. I and it I grew up longer, in right? household. Maybe even longer. Yeah, I grew up in a household where we didn't refrigerate the ketchup, and I remember when I started living with Trevor, I was just like, "Oh, I I usually don't keep the ketchup in the fridge." And he goes, "What? Like, <laughs> are you crazy?"
3: Yeah, I, I guess try like to keep it's such- a, a lot out of the fridge. Like, I don't I don't like putting butter in the fridge.
2: It's, it's unspreadable. I think I, I don't know. I might be speaking out of term, but that's a that's a more common European uh, tactic is is not refrigerating as much. Like, yeah, we just
3: had it out like under a little dish. Stop like flies you guys never put your eggs in your fridge? That's crazy. No. I mean, there's a slot for them in most
0: fridges, but yeah, you can leave them out.
1: No, I didn't know that. I thought you had to refrigerate eggs. You guys just reasons.
0: leave your milk out, you know? I think you have to refrigerate the ones in the United States because of the way that they clean them. Airports. I believe you're correct, Gus. Uh, like, I remember I've been to supermarkets, like, in <laughs> New Zealand, and if you're looking for eggs, they're just, like, in an aisle with the other stuff.
1: According to Eric, they have a thinner shell in the States. So I think that's maybe why.
3: Some weak eggs.
1: Reasoning. It's
3: he said. cleaning. Clean.
2: Look at this guy. I always put butter in the fridge, but I wish I didn't because whenever you want butter, you want it to be at least room temperature. But I reuse butter so infrequently that I think it would just go bad, right? Does butter go bad?
3: I'm sure I everything will, goes bad, right? I mean, yeah, eventually. I, I just feel like. That's why you buy a least- single stick of butter. And you're set. (laughs) There's a lot of satisfying things in life and you can identify them and be like, I like that. I like the way that makes me feel. The most unsatisfying thing I think is when your butter is rolling like a ball, ripping up your toast and you just can't can't spread it good. Yes. I will agree uh, with that. Therefore, get it out of the fridge.
1: Get it out.
3: (laughs) Unless they wash the butter differently. In America, (laughs) how do you wash your butter, Gavin?
2: (laughs) You
1: put it in the butter
3: wash. You put it in the the butter wash. Just put put it in the (laughs) dishwasher.
1: I still remember the first time I went to a friend's house and they had that butter dish on their counter. It was like some ceramic thing, like a thing with a cover on it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "What's under there?" And they're like, "Butter." It's like, why is it just out on the counter like that? And they're like, "So we, so it stays at room temperature. We could use it." And it's Mm -hmm. like, but you, like in my mind, that was the equivalent of like leaving milk out. Just like on the counter, I was like, "How can you do this?" And it's not ruined. Yeah, it, in, in
3: England, in England, the opposite is is sugar. Like everyone in England keeps their sugar in the fridge, otherwise it melts. Really? It melts. What? I mean, you That's can so say sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fucking hate. You. <laughs> I'm I gonna go put my just-
0: sugar in the fridge now. <laughs> yeah, we just got bowls of caramel set out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you put it in the fridge, and ants ants won't find it. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that was That's indeed a, a lie. As a goof. as a goof. Uh, look at you. You could be on Chump. I'm way too. Oh, I wicked. <laughs> <laughs> I read, uh, we're almost out of time here, but I read a crazy story I wanted to, to bring up before we go. Uh, I read this story, I guess. I don't know. Um, I guess in the country of Taiwan, anytime you make a purchase and you get a receipt from the cash register, it, it says has- made in Taiwan. It does it does same in Taiwan. But it's got lottery numbers on it. What? And every couple of months the government runs a lottery and picks one of the numbers that's printed on a receipt at random and you win money by collecting and just holding on to your receipts from stuff that you buy. Why do they and need people to hold on to receipts? I guess the reason is that they want merchants. To run things through the cash register and get receipts. That way they're reporting their sales tax correctly and people aren't just uh, paying cash and keeping it off the books.
3: Uh,
0: <laughs> so it's like a, a roundabout way to get people yeah. to have keep track of the money and then report it. That way the government gets their cut of tax appropriately. Yeah. I was just wondering, because
2: every time they do something like that, there's like an ulterior motive of why you're incentivizing something like that. But I can't think of why a consumer would need to hold on to their their Receipts. I mean, it's yeah. good at,
1: like for certain like tax purposes if you are claiming. If you're
2: going to itemize stuff, customer. yeah. But the, but the government doesn't need you to itemize. They don't need you to.
3: They don't did need you, you to. Did you ever have the lottery as like a TV show?
0: Like whether they like yeah. do the
3: lottery on on telly. Yeah, they do.
0: The, I mean, that uh, is a full numbers. Numbers. Oh, But it'll maybe be on the TV for like a minute, maybe. Oh, so there wasn't like a big like Saturday night event where they'd wheel out the machine and they all had different names. They would, they would wheel the machine out, but they would be done, like, in a minute. It would be, like, right at the start of the news, they would, like, wheel the, bring, the, bring the machine out and then pull the balls, and that was it. Pull uh, the I've, balls. I've read, I, I don't remember off the top of my head, but I've read stories before about how uh, years ago, like, people would look at, like, you talked about naming the machine, like, people would know how likely certain balls were to come up in certain machines. and God, depend- that's crazy right it's like certain like weird manufacturing imperfections would mean one it wasn't totally random like one or it was random but one ball would have more of a chance of popping up than another one and people would try to play uh, the probability uh, that way and yeah, it's I think just, when it's... Um, when the uk
3: started doing national lottery on tv they had three machines and they were called merlin lancelot and guinevere and then people would know like
0: what had happened on different machines in the past the whole thing. Yeah, I mean it's not a huge advantage, but it helps. I think we're losing Barbara. Are you okay, Barbara? We're losing Barbara.
1: <laughs> I found first I've just been playing with it all, all day.
0: Pull the rift cord. <laughs> no, that's that's Barbara's Wee. evil twin. <laughs> Well, let's, uh, let's wrap this up. We got to go. We got uh, uh, another stream coming up here in just a bit. Uh, I do want to say thank you to all First Members for watching and supporting us. Uh, if you're watching this, you can make a free account at rusev.com. Maybe you could also become a First Member as well. You get a nice little star next to your name in chat when we're when we're looking at you. Uh, all right, there you go. Thanks to First Members for supporting the stream. And if you're not a First Member, go check it out. Why not? Uh, all right, thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you guys again next week. Bye. Bye, nice. guys. Bye.